We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Show, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. I'm your host on this Monday evening, J.D. Silva, joined by Nicholas Crane. Silva, is the world on fire? The Thunder have lost two straight games. Uh, it felt on fire for about a 60 seconds. Then I got up, took a drink of water, and I feel all right. <laughs> feel all it's right. all good in the hood. Everybody hydrate. Uh, yes. Head on straight. You got to cope in the live chat by all means. But tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, we co- turn the page. please cope in the live chat. <laughs> tomorrow, we turn the page. Yes. Um, but to uh, before we get started and dig into this game, uh, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Watch us on YouTube. Leave a comment. Uh, we love hanging out with you guys. So, yes. Also, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, etc. I think Taylor's posting on TikTok again. So that's cool. That's what he says. That's what he says. <laughs> we'll um, see. But yes, the Thunder played the Timberwolves tonight. Uh, one seed versus two seed to either put the Thunder up 3-1 in the season series or tie it at 2-2. And the Wolves won 107-101. to A really intense playoff-like game. It felt like the most playoff-like game of, of the four they've played thus far. One of them was a blowout. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was tough. That was the biggest thing for me. Where do you want to jump off and where do you want to start? What do you think the big theme of this one lies? Um, we'll start big. The the game certainly has has consequence. Like when I say everything's fine, that doesn't mean like cloud nine, not a not a care in the world. Like this does make Oklahoma City's uh path to number one more difficult. Um, now that the season series is tied, um, instead of owning that tiebreaker, not that there's like Everyone wants to talk about the tiebreaker, and it could be important, but the reality is over an 82-game season, the odds of these two teams both ending with the exact same record is probably slim. Tiebreaker may not actually matter that much. The loss could be the difference in one team having a better go-one win um, advantage over the other could end up being a big thing. But now it comes down to likely, if these two teams were to have a tiebreaker, it would come down to division 
record, which makes the Nuggets game coming up even more significant. Oklahoma City's actually played pretty well in the division, given who's in the division, splitting with Minnesota, um, taking care of business against Utah, um, uh, 2-1 against the Nuggets so far. So they've got that series. They could end up 2-2 tomorrow. They're the best Um, division in the NBA. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, I the so, top yeah. three teams, the top yeah. two teams in the West are in the same region. Um, so this game does have consequence. Um, I, I think it is, it's short-sighted, I think, to think about this game towards like the Mark Dagnalt all-star coach, which is like Sunday's the yeah. deadline. I think everybody thinks it'd be cool if Mark was the coach, but like, it's an 82-game season. Like, yeah. whether he coaches or not, like, doesn't ultimately matter all that much. Your, your even your record at the All Star break doesn't matter that much. It's it's at the end. Um, so big picture was was a loss that could have major implications on final standings. Um, for all we know, though, end of the season can come around and we could say, "Damn, two seed actually looks juicy." I'd rather play that team in seven than I would that team in eight. Like, there's so many factors. Um, it could have significance, but like, no need to lose your mind over it. No, and honestly, this was a Murphy's Law of a game for a lot of the usual Thunder guys that contribute. Lou Dort and Chet were 2 of 16 combined. I mean, Josh Giddy was 5 of 10, but they were not respecting him for the majority of that game. Uh, SGA, 10 of 18, 37 points, was phenomenal. J-Dub was phenomenal. Uh, we can quickly note now, J-Dub did leave the game with what, a minute left after tweaking his ankle and yep. looked like he wasn't putting weight on it? Yeah. Looked like he wasn't putting weight on it. So if, if there's something to take away from this game, it's going to be J-Dub's ankle. And, I mean, I, I assume he's not going to be there for the Nuggets game. Like, he, he could not walk on that foot. So uh, anxious to see what that timeline is like for the injury. Um, I think he stepped on someone's shoe. Yeah, I think it was Jay's you know? shoe. Yeah, but freak I, accident. There's, pro- there's probably an ant account out there somewhere that say an ant crossed probably is. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> one one thing I want to say, um, yeah. <laughs> think about this. Um, as a as a uh, a social media platform, I think even as like a national uh, media presence, there's this push for Thunder Timberwolves rivalry and Ant Shea rivalry. On the Ant Shea side of things, tell me if I'm off base here. I think Ant wants it to be a rivalry ten times more than Shea does. Like I think. Ant's comments, and you could tell tonight, like he really wanted to go at him, and he all oh, pissed off. He didn't get foul calls. Shea just like posted Instagram, like laughing at it, making a. <laughs> I don't think Shea actually cares about Anthony Edwards. Or wants to be. No. He's like, I'm first team All NBA. I'm all star, all star starter. You're younger than me, and you probably will get to that point, but you're not. I don't care about this rivalry. But Ant was. Mm-hmm. I think you're totally right. It's similar to how Chet treated the Wemby thing, except Chet uh-huh. did let it show a little bit physically. Um, but I think their goal is just to like, don't pay attention to it, play your own game, show them, show them that you're better. You don't have to yap the whole game. Like the Timberwolves do a lot of yapping. I was 100%. noticing it's pretty annoying, but 100%. What, that's how it goes. Do you want to talk about something good or something bad? What are you feeling? Let's go bad. Let's talk about Chet then. Okay. Uh, not something we said very often this season, something bad, and Chet in the same sentence. He was 2 of 9 from the field, minus 13 overall. Um, was mostly and entirely ineffective on offense yeah. for most of the on night. Offense, Only, on offense. On offense. On defense, 
made a difference the entire time. That's why yep. he got 32 minutes still, I think. Did look gassed. Wasn't taking threes. He only took two threes. So we had a comment. I think our very first comment of the night was, can't have three non-shooters in the starting lineup from Kieran. And I was yep. like, oh, Chet was a non-shooter tonight, um, which is rare. It's been a rarity this season and um, rough, rough one for him. Yeah. Uh, and that's that has been the theme with Chet. Is like you can almost guarantee he will have an impactful defensive night. The offense is uh, two things happen. Some games he just doesn't shoot, and he may he may have nine points on four of four shooting, and it's like be more aggressive. There's some nights like tonight where um, he took nine shots but only made two of them. Um, that's that's the part of his game that I think coming into this season we expected needed some work. Though early on there was some like humongous flashes and we we're like, oh, maybe not. Reality is he's a rookie first season. Like it's going to happen up and down. More recently, it has been more down than up, I'll say. Um, not a concern. Like, again, first year player. Uh, if this team was not contending, I don't think we'd care, frankly. Um, it would be the whole song and dance of always a rookie. But um, as long as he's out there impacting the game defensively, I think that's all you can really ask for. Um he was a minus 13 on the box score tonight, which was bad. Um, the bench was a topic of conversation last night. Um, Isaiah Joe was a plus 16. Jalen Williams, a plus seven off the bench. You look at Minnesota. Um, they had Troy Brown Jr., a plus three, and Jordan McLaughlin, a plus one. Everybody else was negative. They played a really short bench. Um, I, I just, I, I don't think we overthink this game with starters, bench, who did what, like, that was just an old school defensive showdown. Frankly, nobody shot great. Like, no. Carl Anthony Towns, six of 15. Rudy Gobert was six of six because he didn't actually shoot. Um, he just <laughs> put back put back layups. Yeah. Shea, 10 of 18 is solid, but like not yeah. super efficient. Uh, even Dub, eight of 17. Like, just no, nobody was on fire tonight. It was no. old school. Felt like a game seven where everyone's yeah. just tired. And, you know, the Thunder were on a second out of a back-to-back, even if they really didn't show up yesterday. It wasn't on that show, but, like, they didn't show up. So the starters did come out with some extra juice, at least defensively. You yeah. saw that the entire night. Like, this, there's been a lot of discussion about NBA, uh, defense being dead, you know, in the NBA. Yeah. And that it, was, it was alive in Oklahoma City tonight. Um, sure was. Sure was. Uh, but yeah, Chet, like, he, he looks <clears throat> tired. It's January. They've played, what, 15, 16 games in January? At this point, something along those lines. A lot of now. games. Sixteen now. They're ten and six, I think. Yeah, uh, this team needs the All Star break to be here, and Chet needs the All Star break to be here just to take some time off and recover, because the mileage and the the just banging around at the five against people that are bigger than him and stronger than him looks like it's weighing him down some. Yeah. So it's still impressive to me that he can contribute as much as he has on defense, because he what blocked blocked Ant twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the third when the thunder was storming back like that was phenomenal yeah. i do think oh. and you can tell me if i'm wrong here i do think people are going to start discussing the need to trade for a backup more than before do you think with Dub potentially missing some time chet struggling i feel like those those voices are going to get louder i think externally the voices will yeah. get louder internally I, I don't think so i, I mean i think i mean the same time Jalen Williams is all of a sudden like blocking shots and he's a a 
good three point shooter in a vacuum. Like he's, he's mm-hmm. pretty up and down. Um, last year was awesome from three this year. Hadn't been as good for the majority of the season, but um, I mean, I, I think everybody that watches this team knows they need another big. That doesn't mean they will go get one or need to go get one per se. Um, the, the counter argument is like, if this team wants to win it all this year, you probably do need one. But like, I don't, again, I don't think Sam Presti's thinking so short-sighted that we need to win it all this year. Yeah, He's no thinking well, any move that is made should benefit the team this year and in the future, likely, or has a chance to benefit them in the future. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the external noise will probably get louder. One thing I'll say about Chet, um, if J-Dub is out for an extended period of time. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think that will allow him to show more assertiveness and take more shot attempts. Um, whether he does, whether he makes them is a whole different story. But I think it's the perfect opportunity if Deb is going to be out where Chet is the clear number two and he should be taking 18 to 20 shots. Yeah. Do you think it should be super efficient? Do you think the reason why he's taking less shots is because of is in part because of dubs like ascension to being like the second leading scorer? I feel like it's a little bit of column a, a little from column B where it's column B like he's tired. Yeah. And maybe doesn't have the confidence to like, I'm not seeing uh, Chet string moves together in the same way that, that he did before. It's like a, a pump fake, a drive, a dribble. He like almost loses the handle and then he has to kick it out to someone else. I'm seeing more of that recently. Yeah, this has never like been his game. No. Like I think he has the like star level alpha score upside in him. And he's got the tools and the bag of tricks and the handle and the size and fluidity. He just hasn't really had to. Like even at Gonzaga. Like Drew Timmy was the more productive player. Drew Timmy was yeah. the, the number one guy, but everyone knew Drew mm-hmm. Timmy versus Chet were completely different NBA players. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing here. Like, could Chet, if Shea and Dub went down, like be a number one guy and and keep you afloat for a bit? Probably. But when they're all healthy, it's just not. It's not his nature. He's he's not going to be. Um, I don't want to diss on Trey Mann, who loves coming and taking shots. It's just not who Chet is. 
He no. wants to impact the game. Here, here's what it boils down to. He wants to he wants to do what the team needs to win. And most of the time, with the amount of creation this team has, it's not put the ball on the floor and be the guy who play. No, I think that's why Chet is like. Would you say Chet on night tonight is like the second most impactful player, or do you, do you put Dub above him at this point? Like, like big picture, to big picture, like night tonight. I think it's hard. Dub is definitely louder. I think. Yeah, in a lot um, of ways. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways. I don't know. Defense is so underrated, man. Like, yeah, shot blocking is. There's not even I mean, the shot blocking one, but two, like, like opposing offenses have to do things so differently. Like, there's a lot of plays that or sets or schemes that teams can run that really hinge on the ability to drive to the rim and like draw a double team and kick out like that check can protect it by himself or, or switch on a screen and get a big that you want to put in space check and guard. It, he, he just mm-hmm. busts up so much. It doesn't yeah. show up on the box score defensively. Yeah, totally agree. I think that's why Ant only had four free throws tonight is because he wasn't driving as much because of Chet. But we can move on and talk about other guys uh, on the team, kind of winding down. Who else jumped out to you that you wanted that you wanted to touch on tonight? Um, you, were big on you were big on the bench. Listen to last night's pod. Yeah. Discuss that. They did show up, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what you have to consider too is Mark went six deep on his bench. Minnesota went four deep. So a lot of the the bench minutes that Oklahoma City's reserves were playing were against Timberwolves starters. Um, I think if you look at the plus minus, that's that's pretty clear. Um, I think Aaron Wiggins continues to be a guy that shows up in the big moment. Um, the perfect example of a guy that if you just look at the box score and not watch this game, and you're like, oh, seven points and four rebounds and assist to steal. Like Aaron Wiggins is okay, but like the plays he make is big. Um, Kaysen, one of one in 20 minutes. Would like to see more shot attempts from him. Um, had a couple of nice defensive plays. Uh, six fouls for Kaysen, which is kind of bonkers. Well, what was what was the thing I just saw by your head? You see that? Uh-uh. I just saw a thumbs down by your head. Oh. Is, it, like, a, is it a YouTube feature? I don't know. <laughs> Someone like, thumbs downing my comments? I like, Am I hallucinating? Maybe you're hallucinating. <laughs> you might let the, let the play that back. Um Isaiah Joe, awesome. He's a plus 16 off the bench, like I had mentioned. Um, though he only took two shots, which is like goes to show how yeah. wonky box plus my eat. He, he was out there for the, the 16 minutes. The team played really, really well, even if he was shooting yeah. or not. So um, there's a lot of a lot of discussion about aura on NBA Twitter, and uh, oh plus minus God. is an aura based stat, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. <laughs> um, Kenny Hustle, another guy that I just think. Um, is so impactful, but doesn't get a lot of minutes, man. No, he, he like, might. His, his, that's true. His minutes are way down this season from last year and the year before. Only 17 minutes tonight. It's just, it's a deep team. And I think that Minnesota took it as like a playoff game. We're going to go nine. Oklahoma City did what they always do. They went 11. No Lindy Waters tonight, which is maybe a surprise to some. No. But um, six deep on the bench is significant. Yeah. I don't think there's any, I'm not drawing any major conclusions from this at all. Like it's ultimately they tied the series two two. Yeah. They're two of the best teams in the West. It's it's pretty insane that the Thunder are even still the two seed at this point. Yeah. The Clippers did lose tonight, which helps them retain the two seed a bit. 
But I think that the upcoming games uh, Wednesday is going to be really interesting. Huge. Yeah. Especially for in, that one's is that one in OKC? Yeah. The next, the, everything the rest of the week is in OKC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, going to be really interesting. Did you, what did you? I guess we can talk about uh, Giddy really quick before we move on. Um, a lot of discussion about him just like being effective or not, as there always <laughs> is, polarizing player at this point. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of the opposite of so. If you remove the aura stat of plus minus because it did not look good for him, um, the inverse of what I was alluding to earlier. You look at his box score, like thirteen points, four rebounds, two assists, a block, just one turnover, five yeah. of ten from the floor, three of seven from three. Like it's not a bad line, but then you realize he started out. It's why you have to watch games. Three of three to start yeah. the game. O of four the rest of the way. All four of those clunkers felt really big in big time moments. Um, though that there was only one turnover, there were several plays you could allude to as like bad shots or his spacing resulted in someone else turning it over. Um, wasn't his best night. He played 19 minutes, I think, as a result of that. Um, to certain certain nights, he just is not there, and this is one of those. It's against, and it's unfortunate because it feels like it lines up against the best teams or the best yeah. defenses where he's been least effective outside of like the Boston game where he just was hot from three <laughs> like tonight again like it's easy to forget the Timberwolves are the best defense in the NBA like statistically so you see Chet struggle on offense and you see the Timberwolves yeah. totally sell out to ignore Giddy and muck things up for everyone else totally comfortable letting Lou Dort shoot and yeah. I get props to props to Lou <laughs> uh he kept shooting uh, but he was over six from three over seven from the field I really yeah. thought one of those would go in, damn it. One. All I would have taken is one or two in this whole different game. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing on Josh, I'll say, um, when he made those first three, obviously great. Um, as soon as that third one went in, the, popped in my head, Silva, was he's going to get this confidence tonight, and he's going to shoot a lot of these, and it could end up being bad. And I think that kind of happened. Yeah, it did. It absolutely did. So, and I guess it's good. It's good that he was confident, but it's not a good idea. I'm against tonight. He just didn't look good. He did not compliment anyone else. No, tonight at all. No, but we can move on from. Yeah, yeah. We we can we can talk more about Giddy after the Nuggets game when he balls out. Yeah, and that will be. Hey, you know what? You said Chet has a chance to step up. So does Josh Giddy. That's a good point. That's a great point. Forgotten son, Josh Giddy could step up. Josh was really good the last two years when he was more of a focal point in the offense and had that confidence and like green light to go do whatever. So fourth quarter, Josh. Jeez. Think about that branding. Jeez. I will not be pursuing that branding at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess before we get out of here, Wednesday, who do you think starts? And we're assuming J Dub does not play. Assuming J Dub is out, yeah. So it's SGA Dort. Yeah. It's got to be Cason Wallace, the guy that started every game and every spot start. I think even if like Chet didn't play, Cason would start and they just go completely small. Yeah, they probably would do that. I like logically, I want to say Kenrich or Wiggins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make a lot of sense. But this is Mark Dignall. I know Mark does whatever <laughs> the hell he wants. Yeah, he does. And which is, it works. The, it works. It does work. He's committed to the bit at all costs, yeah. which I respect. And yeah. It's a good bit. It so. does. This guy's taken. A team from the absolute bottom 
to damn near 500 winning a play-in game to second in the West right now, which is another thing. Again, it's all relative expectations. This team's a lot better than we thought. But like, if if you as a fan have put it in your head that this team has to be first in the West when this <laughs> season ends, and you're going to be pissed if not, you should change your expectations because that is yeah. an ill mindset to have. Yes, please enjoy this season that has yes. honestly been like a gift. You have to live in the moment. Do not do this toxic thing where you elevate your expectations to the point where it's just bad news bears if you don't get first. This team this team finishing with home court advantage in general, like one through four in the West, would be like gangbusters, double jump year-over-year improvement that we never, ever see. Maybe the last time we saw it at this scale was Harden, Russ, KD. Which is so, why I think people are getting way into it. They, yeah. they want that to happen again. And the, and the reality is, this team today, and now we're getting towards the end here, so I'll wrap it with this. Mm. This this iteration of Thunder basketball that was number one in the West on January 29th until tonight when they throw to the Timberwolves in a close game against the team that had the same record, number one in the West. This is the worst version of this Thunder team that we're going to see in the next five years. Like they're only going yeah. to get better. So, which is absurd. Enjoy the damn thing. Enjoy it because. Like seasons, two seasons from now, yeah. a random loss in January is going to stress us all the hell out. We're going to wonder what's wrong with the team. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay to be critical or sad. Like you wanted the yeah. win. Sure. But like, this is, this is the beginning. Enjoy the beginning. A lot of young dudes and a lot of, a lot of draft picks that are like in sixth grade right now, ready to come help out and a lot of felons. The legacy. The f- all right, we can get out of here. Hey, remember our best case scenario podcast we did where we said like fourth or third was the highest and I was telling Taylor he was on drugs for saying that yes. would be best case? Yeah. That's my my point exactly. Enjoy it. You're not supposed to be here. It's like Enjoy getting the into ride. the it's like it's like getting into something you're not allowed to be in like you're at some Beverly Hills party with celebrities and you snuck in. Don't be <laughs> pissed that it sucked. Be happy that you yeah, got it. Exactly. Uh, everyone go hydrate go like punch your pillow for a while or something go to sleep unless you're listening to this on the way to work in the morning in which case you should not fall asleep (laughs) and we will see you wednesday night it'll be me and god knows who else but i'll be there on wednesday night after the nuggets game we'll see how that goes thank you guys for listening uh adios and thunder up I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.